Good morning. You're tuned into Lou and House Smarts Radio. With October being Fire Prevention Month, it's time to review home fire safety. Sponsored by First Alert, Arnold Electric Services, and Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. And now here's your host, Lou Manfredini, and House Smarts Radio, right here on 720 WGN. Good morning, 6-11 in the morning, House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We are actually live at the Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling Offices, um, and there's a huge crowd. Uh, quiet down, everybody. Please be quiet, uh, but it's early. That's good. We're, we're happy to be here. And uh, it is our fire safety show today, so um, I hope you'll uh, tune in for all four hours until 10 o'clock this morning because uh, we're going to be giving you some great advice and tips on how to keep you and your family safe. Uh, Also at this location coming up later on, um, David Hochberg and his show and his cast of characters will also be here as well. So it'll be a, a fun day on a Saturday, so I hope you are with us uh, throughout the morning and you can tune in and listen. We're happy to do that and and be with you this morning. Uh, good morning to Don. Good morning, Andy. How's morning. everybody doing today? Good doing morning. Well. Very well, yeah. thank I'm you. I'm great, thank you. Oh, and, the, <laughs> and Lindsay, who's sitting right next to me. But see, the problem is we've been talking. So anyway, it's nice to see you. I got a really good word of the day today. <laughs> nice. I'm excited. I kind of uh, try to keep with the theme of the, uh, get it? Did you lay, did you? The theme? Of the show today? You could probably use it, like, if you are in a hurry, maybe. Okay. Well, cool. so don't, get give, don't, right. don't give too Sounds much hot. away. We'll open it up. Sounds right. hot. So, you know, if there was a fire, you wanted it. Right. You had to do, well, I don't want to say it. It's coming <laughs> up after, yet. not yet. It's coming up after uh, 7 o'clock this morning. And it's morning. fun to say. It is so fun to say. That also would be a, it would be a really good T-shirt. I think all your word of the days, <laughs> maybe that's what we do is we develop a T-shirt I've already thought about it. So this is what I was, like a tour shirt, like a, yeah. like a concert tour right. shirt. On and on the, the back, back right. oh, you've yeah. got all, all the words. With the dates next to it. With the dates. So That's we know, perfect. Yeah. So you know when they were said. I was uh, driving on the expressway. Uh, you know, it's all about Taylor Swift. I know you're all about Taylor Swift as well. Who? And um, <laughs> I was behind a, a semi, and it was called Swift Transportation. Mm. Right? I mean, that's smart, right? Yeah. Now, if I was that guy, I would just put Taylor. Right. Totally. <laughs> like a big sticker. Be relevant. Right? And just, just, and then the kids would go crazy. They'd be following the, they'd be following the, you know, the semi just going everywhere. Bringing the world together. Okay. I heard John Williams talking about, have you already taken your girls to go see the movie from the concert? No. Okay. We're going to go, but I mean, okay. they're dying to. So but. evidently, you can buy a, you can buy a pot. You can buy popcorn. I know. I saw it. Right, so like cute. a popcorn tin when you go to the movie, uh, Don and Andy. Okay. How much is the popcorn tin? Like when you buy it at the place. Think about the theme. Think about her and everything. I mean, about... a regular popcorn. No, no, no. But think about Taylor is... Swift. She's all about like the branding and stuff. Right. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah. Isn't that like a thing with yeah, her? Uh-huh. It's her album. Not an album yeah. Year she was born. Yeah. Oh well. See, so, so for nineteen eighty-nine, you can buy this ah, tin so of popcorn, and it's like a commemorative tin. John Williams said they're already online. Like people who went to the movie mm-hmm. and are selling them for like a hundred dollars oh, oh, with no God. popcorn. <laughs> Come on. I mean, can I get the stale popcorn for a hundred bucks? <laughs> right. I want right? that. 
That's make your crazy. own, I guess. I guess so. Anyway. I'd buy it. No, thanks. I know. Um, and uh, Andy, how about that Bears win? It was nice to see finally. Uh, it was good to see some smiling uh, Hampton OBs as well yeah. the other day, which was yeah. nice. Yeah, and I nice know that that was, uh, that was a weird weekend with the uh, death of Dick Buckus, yeah. and I know that that was a, a tough oh, one for, for them. So did Ed Obradovich and Dick Buckus play together? You know, I think they did for a couple like, of years. I, like, I know they were tight, too, because they both went to the University of Illinois. Right. And but Ed's, is that a little bit older than Dick? Is that, OB's a little bit older, yeah. Yeah, so they were kind of probably the different ends of their career. Yeah, and uh, OB was so eloquent, and he, he didn't really realize what he was saying, but mm. we assured him, as we played it back a few times, sure. that he was spot on with everything he said, and he spoke exactly from where you're supposed to speak in those situations, right from mm. the heart. And uh, I, I know that Hamp was tight with him as well, just uh, yeah. the defensive guys that were in the Hall of Fame representing the Bears. And they were very eloquent about uh, about their former uh, friend and uh, passing away. That uh, It was actually that day. It was Thursday, yeah. uh, right before we got on the air, we found out yeah. that uh, Dick had passed away. It was sad. I mean, it's funny. You know, the older we get, you think of someone at 80 years old, you're like, well, that's not that old. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we're going to be celebrating my, my father-in-law's birthday on Sunday. He's going to be 91. Wow. Wow. And he's just, he's, a, my father-in-law, Henry, is just like, he's just a awesome, like, I want to be him. I, I, I want to live to be 91 and I want to be as sharp and as funny and, and uh, you know, and just as he is, which, you know, for a lot of people, as they age it, they don't get that chance. So it's really something. Um, Andy, I was thinking about mm-hmm. you, too. Uh, you, I think it was last week. Uh, was was last week when Northwestern played Penn State? I think it that right? was. Is that right? right? Two week, Northwestern? It might have been two weeks ago. Maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And I think you were talking, I think because you were doing the pregame or something like that right after yeah. the show. And so... Um, I, I think that, you know how everything old again is new again? When yeah. you were talking about Penn State, whenever you, anyone says Penn State, all I hear is, whoa, Nelly! Oh, yeah, Keith right? Jackson. Yeah. Keith ja- the late, great Keith Jackson. And so, you know how, like, uh, remember uh, in Chicago sports, there used to be um, uh, there used to be Tim Weigel. Right who was a very famous uh, sportscaster who was on, I believe, I believe he finished his career on ABC. ABC, 7. right. And one of the things that Tim Weigel uh, was known for is his crazy jackets that he used to wear. Oh, remember? yes. Right? And then, remember David, our own David Kaplan, who now is no longer at WGM, but he was with us for a very long time. He kind of adopted that. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kaplan, who we love David Kaplan, very talented uh, sportscaster here in, in town, uh, he has kind of adopted the crazy jackets right. and that flamboyant. And he looks great, and it works, and it's wonderful. I think you should bring back the Woe Nelly. Oh, I could definitely do that. Right? Because I think that there's a whole ge- there's generations. Uh, Don, have you ever, did you know who Keith Jackson was? No, this is my first time hearing wow. of this. Right, so. you got to Google him. His, he, he had this great voice, and he was nice. a, uh, an amazing, he mostly did college, didn't he? Yeah, Andy? but he also did, people forget, he actually was uh, the announcer for uh, ABC's Monday Night Football. The first He was the first announcer for Monday Night Football. Oh, wow, you're good. And he was also involved in ABC's coverage of Major League Baseball when they had the oh. Monday Night Game of the Week. So he did a but lot he of used things. To, he used to do this thing like when a guy would right run for a touchdown, he'd be like, yep. whoa, Nelly, there he, he goes. You know, and it was just like this great call. And he loved and, the guys in the in the trenches, getting down and dirty in the trenches. Yeah, it was great. So you got to take all those things, and that's going to be your new thing. That's going to be your, your tagline, whoa, Nelly. Yeah, you know, there's no original ideas in radio. 
No, <laughs> no. Just there's no original ideas <laughs> in general. Good yeah. point. Good point. So anyway, that'll be that's your test, and then right. uh, word of the day coming up. So uh, you'll ha- have a chance to do that as well. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Wow, oh, it's perfect. It's just what we're looking for. You may be living in your dream home. Oh, look, honey. Ducks. But it's not always a dream to take care of. So if you've got questions, now is the time to call. Cue the deer. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I'm fixing a home where the rain gets How appropriate. It's raining cats and dogs. I mean, it was pouring rain as I was driving here. We're live at the Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling headquarters today for an open house here for their staff and uh, some of their vendors. We're going to be here until 10 o'clock this morning, and David Hockberg's going to be here with Home Sweet Home Chicago uh, up until 1 o'clock. 857-557-4LU is our phone number. 857-557-4568. Gene, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? We're doing great. How may I help you? So we're going to be heading south uh, for the winter, six months. We're going to close the house up, and we're going to turn the water off. And so I'd like to know how to safely do that, how to protect the seals of the toilets, the dishwasher, and the disposals, and then how to turn the water back on in spring. Okay. Um, and, And is anybody going to be checking on the house for you? Yes, we have a friend coming over once a week. Okay. So... I'm not opposed to the turning off of the water. It's not a bad idea. But the thing is, is that you probably, well, no. So you know where your main valve is? Yes. Okay. And you're going to leave the heat on, correct? Correct. Okay. So turn it down, obviously, to like 60 degrees, 55 degrees. And the other thing is have have you ever heard of the uh product called the winter watchman? Yes, we have it. And do you use it? <laughs> yes, mhm. Yeah. So that for those that don't know, it's this little plug-in like $25 item that you plug into a wall and then you plug a lamp into it and it has a thermostat. And if it goes below whatever you set it at, 50 degrees or 40 degrees, whatever it might be, the lamp turns on. And so your neighbor, you say, hey, June. Mm-hmm. I always wanted a neighbor named June, right? Hey, June, could you, could you, <laughs> if the light goes on, there's a problem. But anyway, that's a good one. Um, so yeah. just turn the we main water valve off. Don't flush toilets and things like that because... You don't. What you don't want to do is introduce air into the water lines because that when you can get rust. There will be a little bit of loss in there. You know, the the, the only problem is when you turn that water off, your neighbor's going to come over and they're going to inherently turn water on, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're going to what's when they do that, then they're going to it's going to be like oh what's going on and they're going to introduce water into the line, so. I'm just trying to think of how to do this. Yeah, we can we can make sure our neighbor won't do that. Okay, or maybe what you have the neighbor do when they come over is they turn the water on, and because six months is a long time. If the neighbor's mm-hmm. willing to do this, turn the water on, turn the faucets on and off just to exercise them, flush the toilets. Right. Once everything fills back up, go turn the water off. Okay. You know, like Isn't if there's a look- thing called the. Uh, like the water hammer or something when you turn it on? 
Well, the water hammer, that's where if you if you lose the air in the line, which seems kind of crazy, um, you can get some knocking, right, when, um, yeah. when you turn valves on and off. So I wouldn't worry about that per se, but for six months, it's a good idea to turn the water off for sure, but then mm-hmm. have someone exercise everything and then just turn it back off when they're done. Okay. All right. Does that make cool. sense? Where and yeah. where where are you going for six months? We're going to go down to Florida. Okay. Is there room for me and Lindsay to come visit? And if we wanted to come and have a absolutely, we've yeah. got a little guest suite. You're you'll be very comfortable there. Well, we we're not married, so we're going to need two. So we're going to need two separate <laughs> rooms. I can sleep on the couch, so that's well, there fine. you go. All right, we got we got. I don't know if it's going to be long enough for you. <laughs> we are both tall. <laughs> well, have a great time. Then, remember, remember, you can listen to WGN on the app, too, right? Yes, we do. All right, good. We'll, we'll listen, especially on our drive down and back. Perfect. We love That's it. perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, well, you have All a great, right. safe trip Thank down there and appreciate you uh, listening and calling in. Thank you very much. Take have care. a good winter. You too. Have a good winter. <laughs> 857. That's not nice. Mean. That was mean. Yeah. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, now, today's show, uh, as we said, is our fire safety show. And uh, it's Fire Prevention Month, right? Our show is live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, sponsored by First Alert. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust. All you have to do is go to firstalert.com. So a couple things to think about. I know that it's, it seems um, maybe for some of us you, you forget this, but um, when's the last time if you have little kids or grandkids, in particular if the grandkids come over, to have a safety plan? I mean, a lot of you are grandparents and you have the kids sleeping over and they love coming over to grandma and grandpa's house. But just as you had a safety plan for your kids when you were growing up, you know, it's a good idea to have a little safety plan in your home as well. Maybe you live in a condominium. Maybe you live in a single-family home. Talk to your grandkids if they're of the same, of the right age to say, hey, if there was ever a fire and we got separated, don't worry about grandma and grandpa. Get out of the house and go to, I'm just going to use June. Go to June's house across the street or down the street, whatever it is, and we'll meet you there. And that's really important for them to realize uh, that the fact that, you know, there there's... I'm going to give you the advice about, obviously, the smoke detectors, the carbon monoxide detectors, and the fire extinguishers. But the key with the fire extinguishers is you have to know how to use them, and you have to know that there's a limitation when it comes to using them. So within the first 5 to 10 seconds, you're going to know if you're going to be successful extinguishing the fire with um, with that extinguisher. If you can't, if you're unsuccessful doing that, then um, you need to get out and immediately call 911, which you should do anyway if there was a fire, right? But that safety plan is super important for your children and your grandchildren. And it isn't something, you don't want to take it for granted. You want to do it and you want to make sure that they understand completely what the risk is. I know it can be scary and it's something that you um, you may be reluctant to do, but it's very important, God forbid, if something happens. I, I think the statistic is something like 60 to 65% of all the homes uh, fires in a home happen in the kitchen. So that's an area to pay special close attention to. Have a fire extinguisher underneath the sink base, maybe know how to use it. And that safety plan is key. 
You're tuned in to Lou and House Smarts Radio. Our fire safety show live from Lindenman Chimney Heating and Cooling is sponsored by Arnold Electrical Services. Keeping homes safe since 2008. Visit them at arnoldelectricchicago.com. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio. Lou Manfredini. Um, You know, the electrical system in our homes is an area where we don't pay a lot of attention to because in general it works until it doesn't. And I'm always very leery. I, I, I know enough to be dangerous, but I'm always very leery to give anyone electrical advice uh, in particular over the air or when I do videos, just because there's so many factors that if you're not super experienced can go wrong and it can be a fire, and it could be an electrocution. It's just not good. That's why having licensed electricians do this work is so important. You hear on this radio station quite a bit, Arnold Electric. And joining me on the phone line right now is Jack Arnold, who is the owner of Arnold Electric. Jack, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I, You know, I, I really am serious about this. I mean... Yeah, can, can I, Lou Manfredini, you know, put in a dimmer, put in a switch? Sure. Um, but I'm always leery about giving advice to people because yeah. it's just such an area where you really have to know what you're doing. That's exactly right. Um, you know, it's more people get hurt on 120 volts than any other voltage out there, you wow. know, and it's because it's found in homes and people don't know what they're doing. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Call the expert. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, I want to I want to talk to you about a bunch of different things. I mean, uh, certainly, you know, in October, uh, we're going to talk a lot about smoke detectors, right? And and obviously they're very important, yeah. but they also can be problematic and and in particular, while, you know, the battery operated ones you can buy, but there's a lot of people that have them, you know, hardwired uh, throughout a, a, a building or, you know, a condo building or a bigger building or even a single family home. Um, this is something that people really have to pay attention to. Yeah. You know, um, in your home, you want a smoke detector in every bedroom. You want a smoke and carbon detector, um, on every level of the home. And then if you, let's say you have a, let's say you have a real long hallway that's 25 feet long or something like that. You have two bedrooms on one end, two bedrooms on the other. Well, you're going to want one within 15 feet of those two bedrooms. So that hallway, you're going to want two smoke detectors in that 25 foot hallway. Um, And I've heard people say, oh, you know, why? Well, you want to be able to hear it so that when it does go off, you can get up and get out of the house. Stop, drop, and roll. Have your meeting spot outside of the house where you you discuss that with your family in advance, and that's why you want that. And you always want to, you know, I we always recommend at Arnold Electric that you replace the batteries whenever you change the clocks in your house. So right. daylight savings times, you know, um, that's a great opportunity. You got to reset the clocks anyways. You know, it's a good reminder. It's that time of year to take care of that. And then just go ahead and press the test button on them. You know, make sure they're all working the way that they should. They right. have a, most smoke detectors have a 10-year lifespan, um, but we've seen them go faulty before that. So sure. 10 years is typically the max. Right, right. 
You, Jack, have been doing this a long time, and uh, and and I know you've talked about this before, but um, you know, a lot of problems that people have with their electrical system is directly related to the age of the system. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, age and lack of maintenance are the two biggest culprits of an electrical system, and it, an electrical system is consumable over time from the breakers, the switches, the outlets, the wiring. The So, for an example, a breaker panel has a 25-year safe operating lifespan. Plugs and switches, um, if they're a standard toggle switch or standard plug, you're going to see those last about 10 years. If you use those items more frequently, you know, the like the outlet behind the couch that you can't ever reach. Right. That one's obviously going to last pretty long, right? Right, right, because <laughs> right, it's not getting used, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, like the outlets in the kitchen, whether it's a GFCI outlet or a regular outlet in the kitchen that could potentially be GFCI protected or not, those are going to wear out more often, and or I guess not more often. They're going to wear out sooner because they're using them more, and it's just the the point of connection for it gets worn out, and once you have worn out parts in the electrical system, the voltage, worn out parts is going to create heat, which causes arcing, which leaves you susceptible to having the risk of fire in your house. So uh, let, let, uh, let me stop you for a second because I want to I want to touch on the the GFCI uh, receptacles in the kitchen uh, yeah. or in the bathroom because uh, you know there might be people listening now thinking like oh, I don't think I have one of those. I mean, what is the code requirement as to where those have to be located, in particular in uh, kitchens and bathrooms? So, great question. Um, to start, a GFCI outlet looks like uh, it's look, kind of like a normal outlet. you got your slots for your plugs, um, but then there's a test button and a reset button on it. Um, that's always going to be an indication that it's a GFCI outlet. And then the technical definition of where they need to be placed is if you were to take a tape measure put it on the inside of the sink basin and extend it out at like a six foot radius, anything, any wall space within six feet of the inside edge of the base, the sink basin requires a GFCI protected outlet. Mm. And, um, you know, I mentioned that you might see regular outlets in there. You can have regular outlets that are protected by one GFCI outlet, but you need to label it market right so what for those listening meaning that they they, an electrician could put in one gfci uh outlet maybe that's that's you know closest to the sink but then you can basically daisy chain the other regular ones that are also protected by that one breaker so that if if you were over on the other side of the kitchen and it, it it could pop it over there but it's all protected that's correct that's yeah couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's just such, that that to me is just such easy, easy uh, protection for for people to have. And if you don't have that, if you're in your kitchen now listening to the bathroom and you don't have that, you got to get that done. Um, all right. A couple other things I want to talk to you about. Um, big push on uh, electric vehicles. Uh, my wife uh, just uh, purchased an electric vehicle. Arnold Electric just installed an EV charger for me. Thanks very much. Uh, one Thank of your, you. one of your crack electrician, Brady, uh, came out there and did the work. Oh, fine young man. Sweet. And, um, yeah. 
So uh, this is a this is a, a, a kind of a burgeoning thing, right? I mean, this is something that people yeah. are thinking about. It you kind of have to plan ahead, and and the the idea is what we have learned is certainly you can plug an uh, an electric vehicle into a regular one twenty uh, receptacle, but it takes a long time to charge it. And if you oh, yeah. go with the two forty, I mean, you can in most of these vehicles you can charge them in like less than four hours to a hundred percent. Yes, that's correct. So we did a couple of tests at our shop with some electric vehicles we have, and at 50%, plugging it into a 120-volt outlet takes 24 hours to wow. charge it. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when you you increase in the voltage and the amperage going to it, it's going to put a more fat. It's going to put a faster charge on it. Um, and it's the same concept with the rapid chargers that Tesla, for example, has stationed at different stores and Meyer stores in particular. But, right. you know, that much higher voltage, much higher amperage, pushing power into the car to charge your batteries. But and, now, do, do people have to be concerned, Jack, that, uh, well, I don't think my house has enough power for that. You know, I mean, is that is that a concern? That. That should be taken into consideration for sure. Like you said, there's got to be a little bit of pre-planning involved here. You know, if you think about like an an electric oven, that right. takes a 50 amp breaker. Well, so does your EV charger. You know, typically a residential level two EV charger that you would install in your house is going to be on a 50 or 60 amp circuit. Got so it. when yeah, when you're charging that, you want to make sure that your service is sized appropriately and before we go out to any of those types of calls, we're going to typically do a load calculation, um, make sure that the system can handle it. Right, right. So you can ensure that it's uh, that it's uh, you know installed safely and that your system is operating uh, properly. One last thing: we we got the holidays coming up, and uh, you know it means a lot of people are going to be plugging in lights and doing a lot of stuff. And um, this is an area maybe you don't have the the right receptacles outside or enough of them, um, you know, some planning there to have you guys come out and kind of take a look at that could really make uh, the holidays even more festive for people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, We do get a lot of those calls around the holiday season, whether it's, yeah, outlet, GFCI outlets outside for um, holiday decorations or light fixture swaps inside in dining room or whatever the case may be. Um, But, yeah, it's, you know, if you got those blow up things, it's nice to have them blown up and not sagging or, <laughs> or dead, right? Like, because the album's not working. Exactly. 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 You don't want to melt that uh, snowman out there. <laughs> no, for sure. Uh, Jack Arnold is the owner of Arnold Electric Chicago. Uh, Jack, how do people get a hold of you? Give me a phone number and a website if they need uh, high yeah. I, I i highly recommend uh the crew over at arnold electric i've had them work on a couple projects and i know i've said this to you uh in person that just have a really fine group of people working for you that know their stuff work really hard are conscientious uh, will will take really good care of you and charge a fair price how how do people get a hold of you guys I appreciate that, Lou. Uh, so in order to get a hold of us, give us a buzz at 773-647-1120. We're open from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. We have a 24-hour answering service if, you know, you work during those hours. Or you can go online at arnoldelectricchicago.com. 
and fill out an online submission form. It's part of our process every morning is to call people back to fill out those forms from the day before, and we answer them in real time during the day. So we want to, we just want to serve you all. So give us a call and we'd appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Jack. I really appreciate you uh, spending some time with me this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Sounds great, Lou. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us on. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Like a vision, she dances across the porch as the radio plays. He's ready to take your calls. I'm your guy. What can I do for you? I'm right here. Let me dust myself off. And help you with your house. I'm chewing on some beef jerky and I got a screwdriver in my back pocket. How can I help you? Now back to the man of the hour. Oh, Lou, you are the man. <laughs> Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Hey, what else can we do? You know, the term roll down the window is a funny one, right? Um, When you think about it, like, even with, well, I mean, does anybody have a crank? Are crank windows even available anymore? Crank down the window, though. It says roll down the window. Right, but when you hit the button, nobody thinks about rolling. No. Right? No. That's a certain age. Um, yeah. Right? All right. Yeah. All right. Just throwing that out there. Crank down the window. Right. Doesn't have the Hit same. Hit the button. Bring the window down. 857 <laughs> Lou. 857-557-4568. Uh, this is Richard in Wanakee, New Jersey. Richard Wanakee. Hi, Richard. Good morning. Uh, good morning. I'm calling for a friend of ours. She moved into a uh, townhouse about 30 years ago okay. and someone told her someone told her that the smoke detectors in her house since they are plugged into electricity they don't need to be replaced and we're saying no I think they really do need to be replaced because it's the center part it's not just the battery that or anything you know the power that that degrades so 100% well 100% and and the other thing too is so with um <clears throat> with smoke detectors in particular, there's two different uh, versions of technology that they that they use to sense the smoke, and the 30 year old sensors are out of date, covered in dust, and aren't as sophisticated as the new ones are. So, um, I, 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 is this townhouse in, for your friend in New Jersey? No, it's in a uh, uh, suburb of Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. So I don't know what, you know, in in the state of Illinois, um, they passed a a law that any new uh, smoke or carbon, I think it's just for smoke, the batteries, the the backup battery has to be a 10-year lithium-ion battery, you know, to kind of avoid the, you know, the failure of a battery. So on average, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors last about 7 to 10 years. And Mm -hmm. so replacing that and that antiquated system would absolutely be what I recommend and really any professional within the industry would do the same. That's what that's what we thought. We just wanted to another opinion, but yeah. You got it. I appreciate you calling and uh, please get those replaced because uh, you know, as Mike Jakubowski says, safety never takes a vacation. Up in the morning and out to school 
Time now for our word of the day. I don't understand. Some of the words are a little too sophisticated for you. It doesn't make any sense. It might be paradoxical on a home improvement show. Well, of course it does. It's smart. I used a thesaurus. On every word? Yep. Well, we like to teach you a thing or two. They are warm, nice people with big hearts. And that became their humid, prepossessing homo sapiens with full-sized aortic pumps. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Up in the morning and out to school. <laughs> Welcome back. We are uh, at the live at the Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling uh, headquarters here in Lake Bluff. Our fire safety show from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling is sponsored by Arnold Electric Services, keeping homes safe since 2008. You can visit them at arnoldelectricchicago.com. It is time for our word of the day. Uh, Andy, Don, Lindsay, you ready? We're ready. Yes. Ready. Uh, well, you know, because uh, well, here, here we go. The word of the day is vamoose. 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 That is such a good word. That's great. Vamoose. To leave a place hurriedly. Decamp, which is what you said this morning. Like if there was a fire. Oh my gosh, there's a fire. We got a vamoose. Vamoose out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, and it's fun to say. Is, is vamoose, uh, it, but that is a, it's a Spanish word. Um, that's vamanos. Oh, yeah. Vamanos. Right. That's also, we go. let's go. Yeah. 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 Vamanos. So, vamo- okay. Vamoose. Vamanos. All right. Vamos. So, your, wor- your word, people, as you're listening, when you call in 857-5574, is vamoose. And uh, it is, uh, well, it'd be an adjective, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. To Correct. leave a place hurriedly mm-hmm. or to gamp. That's an easy one. Like I already, I already have it written for Andy in a sports cast. Yeah, right? uh, I, I like totally. I, I can hear what he's going to say. I really try and keep everyone in mind. <laughs> right, you always jump and on me if I if it's like, how is he going to use that in the news? It can I be mean, tough, right, but, but you're good, Lindsay. It's, you've you've given I'm some fried. good words. Oh, John's got it too. He's already mm. ready. He's oh like, yeah, right? it's perfect. That's it's a, good a good word of the it, day. Yeah, I it like is that. a good word. Why is it that I always now think of vacation with Chevy Chase? Vamoose says you're closed. I say you're open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <laughs> good one that's good that is good uh i can't that movie makes me that's one of Lindsay's favorites uh, it is one of my favorite that's a movies great and movie. i feel yeah. like but lou i don't know if lou's ever you have you ever even seen it in its entirety i have but I'm like the whole like the, thing, you you ha, she has i have a bunch of christmas rejoins and there's oh. one in particular you know where he's at like marshall fields and he's talking to the lady, mm-hmm. right? And he's how oh, it's a little cold in here, <laughs> right? And it, oh, and, right, you know, right. And, and so that always makes me blush, blush. Even the audio of it to play like, it. This is, you're on the panic button or right. on the cough makes button. Makes you want to get out of here. <laughs> I've just been doing this too long. I'd like to keep doing it, and I want to get fired. Right. Oh totally. my god. Reasonable. That's <laughs> the best. Right. I got a vamoose out of that. That's for sure. Real quick. Oh my god. All right. That's our word of the day. 857-5574-LU, 857-5574-568. It's our fire safety show uh, today. We're live at Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. We're at their headquarters in Lake Bluff. They're having an open house for their um, their employees, a lot of their partners and vendors. They'll be coming in here this morning. We'll be here till 10 o'clock. And then David Hochberg is going to be here for his Home Sweet Home Chicago show as well a little bit later on. And... Um, it's just an interesting um, uh, time of year, you know, when we get into the changing of the weather. 
Uh, certainly when it comes to furnaces and boilers, we'll talk a little bit about getting those cleaned and inspected. I, um, I own some rental property, as I've spoken about before, and uh, I got a phone call from one of the tenants, said, you know, I turned on the furnace and there's like a burning smell. Could you send someone over uh, to fix it? I'm like, all right, hold on. She panicked and shut the thing off. And I said, hold on. It's probably just because you haven't used the furnace. And a lot of dust settles on the burners and whatnot. So for a lot of you, I don't know. I, I mean, Lindsay, have you, have you turned the heat on yet at the house? Uh, no. No. Um, some people have. Um, and, you know, depending on the temperature and where you're at. I mean, it's funny because, you know, our homes take a while to, uh, what are you laughing at? I'm thinking of my dad because he doesn't ever turn the heat on. Oh. It's like so cold. And I turned it on when I was there the other day and it did smell. You're right. It smells. because <laughs> if 58 you, it, degrees in the house. Right, right. That's cold. And, and so the thing is, everything in your home, you know, the ambient temperature of the chair, the couch, the rug, the trim, the doors, that helps to hold the temperature in a home. And so you may get, oh, I don't have to turn it on just yet. But once that ambient temperature goes down, the house gets chilly. And you'll fire up that furnace, and if you have a forced air system, even a boiler, you may smell what you think is a little burning smell and get nervous. It's just the dust that's burning off of there. Um, so give it 30 minutes. Open up a window. It'll be fine. And, uh, you know, that's what I mentioned to this tenant. I go, I'm happy to come by and take a look at it because I still like doing all that kind of stuff. And um, so... That's what happened to me when I missed my first call with Bob Surratt one time. I was trying to fix a toilet, and I didn't feel the phone vibrating in my rear end. Anyway, um, so, uh, so <laughs> that's true. Side story. <laughs> it's a true story. Right. Seattle Sutton, it works. And uh, so uh, anyway, don't worry about that. But getting that cleaned and checked is the single most important thing you can do in the fall, because when the temperatures uh, get cold, um, you you um, you want to make sure that that doesn't fail. And a lot of times, the igniter, the flame sensor, these are things that when they do a cleaning check, they can look at. And yeah, you're going to pay for that new flame sensor. And uh, but you're going to pay less than when you call them in the middle of February and it's an emergency call at two in the morning. So that stuff wears out and it's a great thing to do. Lots of different um, contractors that you can contact. Obviously, Lindemann being one of them, we're here today uh, and get on their schedule to get this done. Because once the temperatures really get cold, it's hard to get these folks out there because they very, very busy. We had a call earlier uh, from someone about these wired smoke detectors and uh, asked that if they replaced them, they were like 30 years old, should you keep the wired ones or not? Now, the one nice thing about the wired ones is they communicate with each other. So the idea is that if one goes off, they set the other ones off as well. However, the new technology now, I think it's called Z-Wave, you actually can eliminate that and use this basic wireless technology between the two. It's like it isn't set up with your Wi-Fi. It's its own internal communication that if you buy these Z-Wave smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, they communicate with each other. And so if you don't want to have the wired ones anymore, you can just use the 10-year battery, 2023 in twenty. 33 is when you're going to replace the, everything 10 years from now, which is a really, really uh, convenient 
peace of mind that you don't have to change those batteries all the time. So that's one thing to certainly consider down the line. Today's Fire Safety Show is coming to you live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, sponsored by Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Schedule your fireplace and furnace cleanings now at lindemann.com. We're having a bunch of different conversations about fire safety today, so anything that we can help you with uh, concerning that or other things, just give us a call, 857 857- Five five seven four Lou. Let's go back to the phone lines now. This is Chris in Buffalo Grove. Chris, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How may I help you? How are you? I'm good. Awesome. So, um, thank you for taking my call. I am um, inquiring about a project. I'm wondering if you could help me with. I um, had my driveway sections of my driveway and my and a pathway mud jacked. Um, and they did a great job, but the guy doesn't do the finishing stuff. So, mm. um, so the, the one thing he wanted, the one thing he said that I should do is um, there are gaps between, like, the, the, the garage floor pad and the beginning of the driveway. Okay. And, um, and then there's some other sections, too, where there's some gaps, like, along the pathway, et cetera. And he suggested that I do some kind of caulking, and I'm just not sure what, first of all, what material I should be, you know, what I can use from a DIY perspective, and then what kind of tools are necessary for something like that. How, uh, how big of a gap are we talking about, Chris? Uh, it's probably about uh, three quarters to an inch in some sections. Okay. I don't know that I would caulk it. I think what I would do is put expansion joint in there. And so okay. if you go to some hardware stores carry it, but you're probably going to have to go to like a big box store. And in the area okay. where they sell all their concrete, <clears throat> they're going to have uh, this kind of, it's a impregnated felt material that is impregnated with like um, petroleum distillates. It's kind of like, it looks like tar. It's black. It's not sticky. It's not sticky. But it comes in pieces that are probably like two and a half inches to three inches tall, about half inch, maybe five eighths inch wide. And it's about, I don't know, 24 inches, maybe 30 inches long. So you're going to dig out the groove now, in a, in a perfect world, you're going to dig out that groove so that this entire expansion joint goes inside there, okay? If not, okay. you know, if you can't get it to, like, I can't dig it out, you can cut this so it's not as tall. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. And um, then you're going to put them in the gaps, and what happens is when that gets wet and the temperature changes, it expands and fills the gap, okay? Okay, okay. The other thing you can use around it, if, if you put it in there and it's a little too loose, right, you can take a little crushed limestone or crushed stone when you're at the, the store, buy a bag of that, and kind of fill, mm-hmm. fill in around it just to kind of give it, you know, a finished look. And then the stone will help to um, kind of hold it in place, and then as it expands, it'll look nice and clean. You want that okay. to be at the level of the um, of the the driveway or the walkway, whatever it is. So you want to get it low enough that it's it's at that level. And if you're if you do have to cut it, make sure you put the cut edge down so you have that nice factory edge at the top. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Awesome. 
Yeah. All right. All right. Well, good well, luck. Thanks very much. Good luck with the project. Thank I, you. I appreciate your call this morning. That's a good one. Uh, that expansion joint, when you're talking about, um, uh, you know, any kind of concrete, that's really important. And those, you know, when you look at concrete walkways and whatnot, and you wonder what those seams are, that's actually designed to uh, allow the concrete to break in that spot instead of the large panels. But when you have that gap between um, the garage and the walkway, that area in particular, because it's two separate pores, you need that type of expansion to allow it to move a little bit so you don't get additional cracking. Three quarters of an inch is pretty wide to caulk. I wouldn't use a caulking, even really good stuff. That's just so big. And you need something, uh, you know, kind of more substantial to uh, to do that, and so that's where that expansion joint comes in. Hey, I want to remind you, too, about the Toro October Product of the Month giveaway. It's the Toro 60-volt Impulse Endeavor Inverter. Wow. Powerful, portable, and versatile. That's the Toro October Product of the Month. Whether you're tailgating or camping, Toro's 60-volt max power inverter has the power wherever you need it to charge and run your electronics. Oh my God, for tailgating, like if you were going to use a pellet stove out there and do that kind of stuff, you just plug it in, no generator. It has three outlet power options. You can plug in phones, laptops, portable lights, and fans. It's all part of Toro's interchangeable lineup of 75-plus FlexForce tools. Enter to win the Toro 60-Volt Max Impulse Endeavor Inverter, the Toro October Product of the Month at WGNRadio.com slash contests. That's WGNRadio.com slash contests. The sweepstakes ends Tuesday, October 31st at 11.59 p.m. Central Time. Time now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New 2. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat, everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag. Our Noodaloo 2 is sponsored by Chevy Drive Chicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. I was away on the weekend. By the way, I need to say thank you. Uh, last week, because I was off, we were off, and Wendy Snyder filled in. Mike Epping from Center Guard Plumbing sat in. I believe Rich Dykstra, who is now retired, Sat in, and then uh, did we have anybody else? Yes, thinking about it. I was listening. I was uh, ran into a friend of mine. He's like, "Oh yeah, you were off, and Wendy was on. She's great." I go, "I love Wendy Snyder. Wendy Snyder's awesome. We should hear more Wendy Snyder on WGN Radio as well." But so big thank you to uh, everybody that uh, that filled in. We have one more. She's pulling it up. We have all these people coming. It's I'm keep keep talking. Anyway, Mike Epping from uh, Center Guard Plumbing. He was also on with uh, uh, David Hochberg later on in the day. And um, so he was doing double duty. It was like doing a marathon. It was like the, uh, it was like the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon he was on so much. And then also was uh, John Rubino from Cobblestone Remodeling. He's one of their car- carpenters, as I mentioned, Rich Dykstra. Um, he's, a, he's in the Carrier Hall of Fame. How about that? And Mike Epping, co-owner of Center Guard Plumbing. So a big thank you to all of those uh, gentlemen for uh, sitting in with a, uh, for me on that day. It was great. I was on a fishing and hunting trip, which was a lot of fun. Speaking of my Chevy Silverado, 
we pulled a camper up to the, uh, you know, because there's so many people that come to this thing that we rent a cabin, but then we need another place to sleep. And so we pulled this camper up there, and uh, it was awesome. It was really fun. Just telling you. I'm going to know what to tell you. It's just so much fun. 857-557-4LU. All right, our Noodaloo 2. We're talking about um, uh, fire safety, and this this is one I think that more, you know, we need more places to carry something like this. Like, I want to sell this in my stores because I think that it's one of the things that would sell really well because when it comes to fire safety and something goes wrong, this would be something you would keep. Well, how about you listen, then we'll talk more about it. Recently, my daughters and I watched the Harry Potter series. And one of their favorite parts is when the kids wrap themselves up in that invisibility cloak. And then that whole conversation went around, like, what would your superpower be if you had one? And we all said some sort of magic cape, whether it be invisibility, a flying cape. Well, this weekend's new Tulutu is kind of like a magic cape. It can do things other ordinary capes can't do. It could save your life. The FEC 100 Fire Escape Cape is designed to provide protection and peace of mind during emergencies. The double-sided, silicone-coated fire escape cloak is a must-have item for every household or emergency bag. They come in two sizes for adults and children, ensuring safety for the whole family. By keeping the fire escape cape in easily accessible areas of your home, like under your bed or in the dresser drawer next to you, you're always going to be prepared for the unexpected. With just a simple pull from the pouch, this cloak is ready to be wrapped around you, enabling a swift and secure escape from fires. The protective hood effectively shields you from intense heat and flames, providing vital protection for your head and face. The silicone coating acts as a heat barrier and is lightweight, making it easy to maneuver and put on. That's a good idea! The adult cape is 5 by 4 feet and can sustain temperatures of up to 572 degrees. Whoa. Instant protection of up to 1472 degrees. Whoa. And short high temperature resistance of up to 932 degrees. Talk about your high beams. Whoa. It's got a compact design. These capes are easy to fold and store when not in use. Each cape goes for about 70 bucks. Definitely something to have in your home to protect you and your family from the unexpected. And really, how can you say no to a magic cape? For more information, check out Lou's House Smarts YouTube channel and be sure to click that subscribe button while you're there. Okay, um... I love this idea, and I love the reference to the cloak from Harry Potter, right? And um, <clears throat> it's an orange cape, cape, right, with a hood, and it has these little cutouts where you put your hand in there. And God forbid, around, yeah. God forbid, you ever needed this, but it would be something to get you out of the house. And um, I don't know, you know, I, I guess some people would look at this and maybe think it's overkill, but. I don't think so. 70 bucks, right? 69 bucks. And um, you wrap this underneath the bed or get a couple of them. Why would it be overkill? I mean, some people are like, oh, why do you need something like that? But I don't think so. No, I felt like this is such an easy thing to just slide in every, next to every bed in the house. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because I I think about my kids and them taking the rope and throwing it out the window. All right. I, I mean, and, 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 I mean, certainly there, up, right? Certainly, know. there probably are applications where that would happen. But gosh, if you had to get out of the house, right. When you like see these movies and stuff, I realize they're movies and stuff. But still, this is a little pouch, right. and um, it's the same thing. Remember, a, a few years ago, we featured the 
blanket. The blanket mm-hmm. to like cover, yeah. uh, and that's an amazing one too. Like right. for the kitchen when you have a a stove fire or something, you just go over there and get the air out of this. This right. this is a good one. Um, where I know you said this, but where is it available you, on their website? On the website, yeah, 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 G- yeah. Give that website one more time. Well. You can go to House Smart's oh, yeah. YouTube channel. Sure. Well, you can get the website, too. Okay. Parcelsafety.com. Yeah. And you can see it all, too, <laughs> if you want to go to our YouTube channel, uh, which is youtube.com slash TV. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Oh, my gosh. We've had the worst problem with ants at our house, and I've used my go-to traps that I love. Since I did that, the ants are gone. Bringing you lots of useful information. Now, it could be a combination of all things that I did, and this was the, the final rocky punch, right? I can't see anything. And lots of, well, fun facts. Remember in Rocky Two, they're rolling Rocky in a wheelchair. The reporter says, hey, Rock. Any brain damage? And now his eyes are completely swollen. Shut. He goes, not that I can see. Now back to Lou. <laughs> what were we talking about? Right here on Our Smarts Radio. That's a great line. <laughs> Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is Carrie in Sycamore. Hey, Carrie, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Oh, hey, Luke. Hi there. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, uh, for once, uh, instead of mooching free, because I free advice from you, I figured I'd call with some advice that I learned last year about uh, fire safety. I'll take it. Um, I'm very good about keeping up with my fire alarms, uh, my smoke alarms, and um, carbon monoxide detectors, but I never thought about my fire extinguishers until last year. So I started looking at them, and I noticed that there's dates on them. Some of them were like 12, 13 years old. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't matter what that pressure gauge says. Uh, they were all in the green. So I, I looked online a little bit, and they're also 7 to 10 years, just like smoke detectors. So I replaced them all, which was good. Uh, but two of them, while I was discharging them to throw them away, and that's another story. If anybody who does this, talk to your fire department or look online. It's a little different by municipality. But once they're, they're empty, you can throw them away. Uh, two of them failed completely mechanically. Not, not there was material in there, but because there's, you know, there's metal, there's a spring, and right. you know, they they failed completely. I had to get a screwdriver out and uh, uh, you know, manually discharge it with a screwdriver. So when you're checking your uh, other devices, make sure you look at your your uh, fire extinguishers because they're not uh, they don't last. Indefinitely. Well, and and that that is, I, I really appreciate that advice because that is a really good reminder. The other thing too, now that you replaced it, <clears throat> you know, there's obviously there's powder and solids in there that settle right. to the bottom, and so one of the things that twice a year everyone should do with a fire extinguisher is pick it up oh. and shake it. Yeah, I've heard you say that. Yeah, that's yeah. I forget about that too. You know, right, because right, right. it does settle and it cakes up, and so like that failure that you spoke of, or you know, the other thing too. You know, the the thing is, is that the fire extinguishers are great, and if it works right away, that's awesome. But if it doesn't, you got to get out of the house. But you're right. Yeah, if those fire extinguishers are older, even though you see the green, they need to be replaced. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. I never thought about that. And like I said, it, it is a little tricky to discharge them. I went to my fire department, and because technically you're not supposed to, but they gave me some air quotes 
I'm doing right now, how to legally do it. <laughs> so, correct, correct. Fire department. Right, yep. right, right, right. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. Carrie, thank you so much for the phone call. Thanks, Luke. Yep. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate you calling. 857-557-4. Lou, this is Tony in Naperville. Hey, Tony, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? Um, first, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. The question that I have is I have 25 years old furnace. And I have technician came over last um, yesterday and found all kinds of problems. And all your leak on the motors and crack on the heat exchangers. And just wondering, do you have any recommendations if I need to get a new furnace? So there are two questions. Should I get furnace and AC at the same time? And then do you have any recommendation? Who should I go and ask for quotes? So <clears throat> here's what I would do. If you're talking about a 25-year-old unit... Uh, and both of the units are that age, if your budget allows in a perfect world, you would replace both of them at the same time with like equipment. So meaning that, you know, if you have a carrier or a train or a Lennox, whatever it is you want to buy, make sure that the furnace and air conditioning are the same make. That's just going to make uh, the system work better together. And from a maintenance standpoint, the, the like equipment is good. I would also, though, caution you, Tony, to get a second opinion. Now, 25 years, you know, 15 years is sort of the, the number, you know, where you should think about replacing a unit. But there are plenty of people that have furnaces that are 25, even older, that, you know, work. And if you maintain them properly and you do, you know, replace parts along the way, it can last that long. So getting a second opinion certainly would help. Now, I happen to be doing a broadcast from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling today. They would be somebody that you could get a second opinion for them to come out and inspect the furnace and see if, in fact, what that first technician told you is is true. And you you, you would pay for that inspection. But, you know, we're talking about, I don't know how big of a home you have, but, you know, to replace your furnace and AC, you're, you know, fifteen, sixteen, maybe $17,000 when you're all said and done. So spending a couple hundred bucks to make sure that that's the money you need to spend is probably money well spent. And as I mentioned, those brands that I talked about, um, you know, any one of those would be perfectly fine with me to have you install because they're quality brands that have been around a long time. And, um, you know, you'll get years of service out of it if you maintain them properly. Sounds like a plane. All right. Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Uh, give them a little love. Uh, since we're out here, that would be a good thing. Eight, five, and they also do really good work. So that's key as well. You're tuned in to Lou Manfredini. Hi, Lou. How are you today? I am doing great on this beautiful, beautiful day. How may I help you this morning? And House Smarts Radio. Accidentally, some candle wax was spilled on my laminate kitchen floor. He's taking your calls live. I Googled it and it said use warm water and vinegar, and I tried that, and it doesn't do any good. On any questions about your home that the old Google can't answer for you. Sure. Now back to your host, Lou, right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We're live at Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Little open house today. There's one guy sitting here, Kevin, the guy that sold the thing. That's why he's here excited. 
He lives in Beverly, so he came last night. 857 557 Lou. 857 557 Good job by uh, John and Andy both getting the. Uh, vamos. No, vamos. Vamos. I wanted to be vamos. It's not. <laughs> Next week. Vamos. Next week. In Espanol. We, we could do word of the days in different languages, too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I so like the idea about the tour shirt. I know. It's so That's so great. Awesome. I'm on, mm-hmm. I've got a whole list here for you. Right. And so, like, with the... So, with the tour shirt, the words would be on the back, right? The, the words. Right. right. And then what would be like the, the image cities. on the front? I know. I've got to come up with the... Uh, the... New what was the, the day shir- logo. Wait, what was the shirt that I uh, just sent like a, you? What was that? Oh, the word that we de, love, the word. You, I already forgot it. Oh, eudaimonia? Yes. Eudaimonia. Eudaimonia. Oh, my God. You got it. Send Andy. Did it, you still save that picture? I, I, sure went I, on, I went online and I found some, you know, design your own T-shirt thing. Like an hour after the show. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what. Drives my wife crazy about me. A million things to do, and I can just uh, see you on your computer. Five million things to do. Not even a million. I have five million things to do, and I'm I'm online looking at um, how to design a T-shirt. Wait, find that picture and send it to Andy and uh, Don so they can see it. Uh, (laughs) It's hilarious. It eudaimonia. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no eudaimonia. Anyway, so that'll be a good one. Uh, 857-5574, Lou. A couple of quick things, you know, because it is a miserable day today, like rainy and stuff, but there's great things that happen on a day like today. Later on, I'm going to go to a wedding of some dear friends of ours' uh, daughter, uh, Jack and Tammy. Their daughter, Jackie, is marrying Matt today in a wedding. Isn't rain good luck on a wedding? Right? It's good luck. It is. Right. And then my favorite uh, of all my nephews and nieces, this is my favorite, um, my favorite uh, Heinerfeld, Eli, who's having a birthday today. He's 21. Happy birthday. Um, 21. Yeah. Oh How about that? The very handsome and talented Eli Happy Heinerfeld. Happy birthday. And then my father-in-law is going to be 91 on Monday. Henry, wow. we love you. You're amazing. Also on Monday... Your anniversary, it, you and David. It is. Right, um, 91 years? Thir- yep, 91 years and <laughs> no, lucky 13. Lucky 13, that's nice. good. Very nice. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And they said it wouldn't last. And they said it wouldn't last. Here we are. We always have a tradition <laughs> that girls make us a dinner. Oh, do well, they? I mean, I make the dinner. You make the dinner make and the then dinner, they put it on the plate? Like, do they put it on the plate? Or they... Well, they play. They can. I help them. I kind of direct well, them. Well, they're ten and eight. And, but they serve us. They come on. Hello, can I take your order? And, oh. and they see that it's so. And they love doing it. Like last year, there was something happened where we weren't able to do it on the day, and they were so disappointed. So this year, they've got it all planned out. They get their little notepad and they take the order oh, and they get poured the drinks. Nice. And it's oh, so cute. Oh, that's awesome. They perform. Well, happy- Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. I am, um, I, you know, I was lucky enough to be at your wedding 13 years ago, which is beautiful. And uh, and uh, looking forward to Jackie and Matt's wedding today. That should be a lot of fun. Congrats. Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. It's, a good, it's a good thing. We're, we're all, we're, we're pro-marriage. It's a good thing. 857 857-557-4568. This is Irene in McHenry. Hi, Irene. You're on House Merch Radio. Hey, good morning, Lou. Thank you so much for taking my call. And so quickly, I couldn't believe it. How about that? How may I help you this morning? Oh, my goodness. Well, 
I live in a ranch home with a basement, and the basement is a walkout. So this morning, oh, and and um, the walkout is a slider, probably about a, the standard six foot slider, okay. um, and it walks out onto like a mini patio, and then the rest of the yard. Immediately above the slider is my first floor, and it has uh, it. Right above it is the exact same kind of slider, and that walks out onto my 12 by 12 deck. Okay. Which is right above this little patio. So this morning I came downstairs. Um, I don't even know why, but I looked out my slider um, in the basement, and I'm noticing that there's water at the bottom of it. And then um, I I see that there's water dripping um, onto the floor on the inside of the slider. And it is looks like it's coming from right above the header that is above the slider. Okay. And the joists above that header, it's an unfinished basement. So I could see the joists and I could see... The water. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, the insulation that is uh, like right above the header and below the floor, it's it's the, the insulation that is on the outside wall here. Right. The bottom of that is wet. Okay. So it looks like somehow, I think, maybe the water is coming from where the deck meets the slider upstairs. Right. And it's kind of coming through the wall. And you've had no, you've never had any issue like this until today that you're aware of. That, yeah, that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't We've see, when you, when you look, when you look at those, uh, you know, those joists, you don't see any discoloration or anything. I mean, I'm just, I'm what. It's certainly possible that it just occurred. It's probably, my guess is it's a flashing issue around the door that has to be uh, addressed. And, I mean, you know, um, I was just talking, uh, Lindholm Lindholm Roofing, Roofing, Lindholm Roofing will come out and inspect that and check it out for you. It's a free inspection for them to see that they may be able to reflash that to uh, avoid, you know, to stop the water from infiltrating. Oh, okay. I, I would imagine that some of this insulation would probably have to be replaced too. Yeah. I don't see any any discoloration that would be moldy, I don't think. Well, no. what I would probably do, I mean, now that it's leaking, you know, if you can get a little step ladder, that insulation is out by the ribbon, you know, the header that you spoke of, that I yeah. would remove that it's all wet because uh, that will can, will be a mildew and mold issue if you're not careful with it. And when you do that, if you see some discoloration in the wood, that might be a sign that this has been going on for a while and finally... It just got worse in this rain that we're getting that is, uh, you know, showing you, uh, sh- you know, the, where the water's dripping now. 
but we definitely need mm-hmm. someone to come out and look around that doorway to see if it can be reflashed for you. And, um, you know, I'm reading these ads for Lindholm Roofing. They will come out and inspect it for you and take a look. Oh, that would be that would be great. Um, yeah, because I don't know who else to yeah. call. No, they're a good one. Lindholm, yeah. Lindholm Roofing, uh, 800-4-ROOFER, I think it is. Eight, you don't have your cheat sheet. 800 the number four, roofer. I think that's it. Yeah. So give them a call. Okay, will do. Thank you so very much. Have a nice day, Irene. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. Time to hear from Lindsay. Hello, she's sitting right here about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. You hear that? It's opportunity knocking to score a premier fiberglass exterior pre-finished door. Currently available at Builder Supply Outlet. BSO is known for securing amazing deals on top-line products. So don't miss your chance to walk out with one of these chic pre-finished front doors. In modern and traditional styles with natural or dark stain finishes, they'll immediately upgrade the look of your home and save you money on energy. So get the door at Builder Supply Outlet today. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Wipe it off with a scrub brush and the rust will come off. Okay. All right, I'm just mm-hmm. concerned about you standing up on the end of that balcony, so please be careful. Yes, I will. I, I'll have a friend or I'll have a handyman and I'll be Even, holding on to him. <laughs> He'll do the work. <laughs> right. I like going to that Jan lady's house. She hangs on to me when I'm doing the work. It'll be, you'll get them, they'll be lined up, Jan, coming to work at your place. Oh, yeah, good idea. I'm single, so there. Ready to mingle. Here he is now on House Smarts Radio. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of This is the song. Welcome back. 857 Lou. Off the air, I go, this is where my sandwich shop, when I open up my sandwich shop. I try to keep up. Okay, so I want to open up a sandwich because my wife won't let me open up because I want to franchise it and it's going to be Louis, right, right? Louis. because I have a friend of mine, Kevin, who's one of the very few people that calls me Louie. Whenever he calls me Louie, how you doing, Louie? He calls me Louie. So the sandwich shop will be named Louie. All the sandwiches will be named for famous Lou's, right? So there'll be a theme. So like... Louis the like a king would be Louis the fifteenth, yes. and it'll be yes. some sandwich that is. It'll all have the same bread, kind of like a like a Jimmy John. Yep, yep. But there'll be a certain thing, mm-hmm. and so there'll be there'll be a um, a Lou Alcinder, ah, right, which would yep. be a basketball themed sandwich, right? There'll be a King Louis mm-hmm. from Jungle Book, mm-hmm. and then and but there'll also be numbers, right? So it'll be like a one, two, three, four. I'll take you know just to make yeah. it easy to order. But then the fifth sandwich will be Lou Bega. And they'll say, Can I have the Mambo number five? No, no, no. Oh, they'll that's say the best. No, they'll say they'll that's... say I'll take the Lou Bega and then the guy behind the counter goes, Mambo number five. <laughs> because a lot of people don't know. And then you need to have a sounder. It's Since a lot you're a radio of, guy, they just hit work. the sounder. It's, a, it's when I told this idea to my son Quinn, he goes, It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> And then they're going to sell the Eudaimonia t-shirts. Right, right. <laughs> How do I work in the Eudaimonia to the Louis? Oh, you will. You'll find a way. <laughs> I, was, I thought it would Stay be tuned. great. I can't believe my <laughs> wife won't let me do it. I think I can see why. 857 557 4 
5574568. This is Laura calling in from Wilmette. Laura, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Good morning, Lou. I have a question about windows. Okay. I have I have a 70-year-old house. Go ahead. Can you hear? Yep. Yes. Go ahead. Perfect. Okay. I have a 70-year-old house with two big bow windows on the front and a couple of the lights over the years we've had them replaced individually by a contractor um, who was great and he put the lights in and now we have more lights that are failing because they're individual separated lights in this window in these windows and every year I have my painter come out and he has to fill in things that have you know, started to fail the wood on the outside. I have um, kind of some damage that happens on the inside, and I'm ready to just replace both of them because I can't just replace one, then they they wouldn't look right. Right. Um, so my question is, I had Pella come out. They only do aluminum, I guess, in this kind of window, and I was kind of questioning that because I thought, Vinyl was a better product. These windows face east, and they get a lot of sun. So I'm trying to figure out um, well, what, so, what is the better product. Yeah, I think, for, so, you know, the, the bo- you've obviously, you know, come to the conclusion that you got to replace them both, which I think is wise based on what you just described. The better material, the best material to use is fiberglass. And you should be able to do this in a fiberglass window. Now, the bow, is it really deep or is it sh- pretty shallow? Uh, well, it's built into the house. It's not just the window that's the bow. The, the structure underneath it is also a bow, and it's, it's fairly deep, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, it's a bow. It's not like it doesn't. Is it like panel? Then it pivots like a like a like an angle or is it round it's round but the glass is not rounded the glass there are so many sections in it there's three five five separate sections as you go horizontally got it of windows and they're each individual so they're the actual glass in the window is not rounded it's just the way it's set in there is rounded. okay and that's that's critical from a standpoint of, of making the windows work because um, there are some older, older homes that actually the glass is bent too. But the fact that your glass is straight, I think that a fiberglass bow window probably makes the most sense. Now, I just had a whole house project that I'm working on redone with Gilkey, who's a sponsor of ours, and I work with them directly as well. They make really high-quality fiberglass windows. I would put their fiberglass windows up against any major manufacturer, like a Marvin or Pella. Pella is fine, but Gilkey makes terrific windows, and I would highly recommend that you at least get an estimate from them to do this. Okay, and they make custom, because this is going to have to be custom. 100% custom. 100% custom made for the opening that you have. And there may be some limitations based on, you know, with a bow window when it curves. The reason why the Pella people said aluminum, obviously you can bend that. 
to do it. There's nothing wrong with an aluminum window. There is some little heat transfer issues, but they can insulate that as well. But the fiberglass should be able to be done as well for you so that it fits that opening. Okay, and when they replace the window, you know, the window sits on this wooden sill mm-hmm. on the outside. Right. Is that also being replaced, or is that something that they just leave and cover over? Well, depending on the condition of it, in other words, if they notice that there's rotting or, you know, a structural issue, they would address that and replace it, but then they would probably wrap it in aluminum to protect it once that's done. Okay. I'm not a fan of the look of aluminum. It's kind of, well, I guess, my problem. Well, I think the aluminum wrap just covering the wood in the color of your choice, you wouldn't even know that it's aluminum other than it would just look nice. Okay. So don't don't let that be your guide. You know, let it... The, the, I think you'll be surprised that with, with the, the Gilkey, they can give you the divided light look. It'll be a single pane of glass, but they have simulated divided light panels on both sides. It's extra, but it looks really nice and looks authentic. But then you have high-performance thermal pane windows that will open and close if these are operating windows, and they look amazing. Okay, and they they install, they do everything. I don't want to have to deal with this guy's window and this guy installs it. They build their own windows. They build their own windows. They install only their own windows with their own installers. Okay. Gilkey, All right, well, 888, the number 3 Gilkey, 888-3-Gilkey. Give them a call and tell them I told you to call. Appreciate your phone call. You're tuned into Lou and House Smarts Radio. Today's fire safety show live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling is sponsored by Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Schedule your fireplace and furnace cleanings now at lindemann.com. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I'm a fireball. Um, isn't, um, isn't today the ring of fire... Uh, eclipse. Eclipse that we're not going to see because of the rain? Yes. Annual, an annular eclipse. Bummer. I mean, how about that ring of fire on our fire safety show? That's pretty good timing. Uh, joining me up at the big table, uh, That's that was a Justin, uh, uh, oh gosh, why can't I think of his name? What was his name? Used to work at the radio. He would have the, Justin Kaufman. He would say the big table when we had the studio uh, at uh, the Tribune Tower is a big giant table, and he would say, "I'm having the big table." Michael Bodart, who is the president and CEO of Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, Michael, thanks for having us out this morning. Good morning, Lou. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, oh my thanks gosh. for coming here today. So nice, with your team. So nice. This is a really nice facility. I know that many of your customers don't get to come out here, but you've got great offices. You got great staff. Uh, really nice people. You got an open house for your staff and your vendors today. So thank you so much for, for coming out here. Yeah. Well, I'm coming out here. You come here all the time. It's a treat. Thanks for coming out. I'm here most days. Thanks for coming out for the place where you run. So that's nice that you're here. Yeah. Because they say they never see you here. You're always on big. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, okay. So I think that anybody that listens to WGN radio has heard me specifically and other parts of this station talk about Lindemann chimney heating and cooling. 
but um, you guys are very proud of the fact that you have been around a very long time and you were started by a firefighter. Can you tell that story? Yeah, so Rob's dad, Rob runs and um, owns the chimney company now. It started by his dad, Gary Lindemann, who was a firefighter up in Winnetka as a young man. And he was a hustler, and he was an entrepreneur. And on his off days, and firemen, as you know, work 24 hours and yep. they're off 48. And a lot of them will find things to do on those two days that they have off. And Gary learned how to clean chimneys and did gutter cleaning and just got busy and started Lindemann Chimney Company over 50 years ago, hmm. servicing the North Shore of Chicago, and it stayed in the family. He hired um, Rob when he came out of college. He had his um, nephew, Mike Rudance, who was a long, long-term employee here, um, incredible chimney sweep. That grew into what it is today. I came in uh, the year that Gary retired in 2007, and we have you know grown this company into the largest of its kind in the country, largest Crazy. chimney service company. Yeah, added lots of other divisions and other things um, in the in that industry along the way. So we added heating and cooling three years ago. We added a metal shop. We have a really large national supply division where we service chimney companies like ourselves, um, coast to coast in North America as well. It is, um, you know, we, you and I were talking, I've, I've, I've used your services, rebuilding several chimneys uh, over, the, over the years. And these older homes, th this is the kind of thing that you don't necessarily see it. You might look on the outside and think that, oh, it looks fine, right? And... Um, but the inside of it from a safety perspective or a chimney fire uh, is certainly possible, in, in particular if you're burning wood. I mean, I just read the spot about how often you should have the chimney clean, but you've got all this technology to make it pretty easy. The thing that I've always been amazed about when your sweeps show up is that they are so dedicated to keeping the place clean, you know, because you would think it's dirty, right? You think about... Uh, um, you know, Dick Van Dyke is the chimney sweep and Mary Poppins and all those guys covered in dust. And while the guys may get dirty doing their work, but they do a very good job of protecting the home during that process. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the common questions homeowners have when they book an appointment. They want to know, you know, is it dirty? Is it going to be in right. my house clean? Right. And so we know that. So our guys probably triple the amount of floor coverage that they need. They probably cover and protect... Um, a much larger area than, mm -hmm. than they think. We're using vacuums, and our guys are super tidy. We wear booties. Um, any of the construction projects we do, we, we go over the top and do dust prevention and, right. and things like that. Um, but we know that that's probably the chief concern for many homeowners because we're in their house. Right. We're, in, we're in some of the most beautiful houses um, in Chicagoland, and, um, you know, we leave them like we found them. Yeah. It is, in my opinion, money well spent on that stuff. I, I know it's not a, a quartz countertop or new kitchen cabinets or a new floor, but from a safety perspective and being able to use it all the time is key. Now, one of the big trends, and I know something that's been big for you folks here at Lindemann is the inserts and uh, transforming some of these old fireplaces into either ventless or vented log kits. You've done it for me uh, as well uh, on a couple of houses. And quite frankly, 
I, the ease of using a gas insert is amazing. Yeah, sure, the crackle of a wood fire is great, but there's a lot of debris and work that goes into that. And literally, you can put in these inserts and flip a switch and have an unbelievably beautiful-looking fireplace that you would swear is real. Yeah, not only that, Lou, but um, a lot of the country is really embracing the gas appliances that have been out on the market in the last number of years. Mm. They're super efficient. They are clean burning. They are a very green option um, for people that are concerned about that. Um, They're beautiful. They are operated most of the time with a remote control. Yeah. Um, There's areas of the country that have lots of restrictions put upon them for burning solid fuel, for burning wood. Mm. So there's lots of um, clampdown in states, um, not so much Chicagoland or Illinois, but the western states are getting away from permitting new construction that has an open wood-burning fireplace wow. in them. California will have dozens and dozens of days that they declare as no-burn days right. because of smog levels. Right. So the alternative, and we're lucky in Chicagoland, everybody has gas for the most part. Right. People's gas came in in the 50s right. and outfitted just about every house we, we service. But gas is an awesome alternative. Um, it's clean. You don't have to have your fireplace cleaned after you get that set up. It's right. maintenance-free. It actually throws heat into your house compared to, a, or compared to a conventional fireplace, which is not really a great heat source. I mean, it's nice to have a warm fire, but it's not necessarily lowering your, your gas bill. Right. Um, if anything, it probably adds to it because you're venting lots of air out your chimney. With a direct vent fireplace, um, all of that combustion air is exchanged outside, and it's just giving off a huge amount of radiant heat, and they operate super efficient, very inexpensively. Can you talk to me a little bit about the electric fireplaces? Because that is that something you're doing as well, these electrics? We've done a few of those. They're primarily um, cosmetic in nature. Right. They are getting a little better looking, um, with recent advances in technology, right, the flames right, look right. a little better. They are they're using an outlet, and they are throwing off a little bit of heat. It's probably like a plug-in space heater, right, right, right. As far as the amount of heat that it's throwing right. out, um, but cosmetically, they're looking a lot better. They use all sorts of little. Um, tricks and throw a little steam LED lights yeah. here and there right right and so that they have they have they have made some advances every year they look a little better right um it's not really a heat source right but people put those in bathrooms and they add a lot of ambience or they'll put those in a place that literally has no room to vent um a, you know conventional right appliance right. you and i have known each other a long time and i remember um a few years ago, uh, I think it was like in the height of the pandemic, right? You decide you're going to launch a heating and cooling division. <laughs> Good timing, uh, but it actually worked out quite well. How, where did that kind of, um, where did that idea come from? And, and, and talk a little bit about some of the services that you provide with that heating and cooling division now. Yeah, we launched that um, the first week of March in 2020, <laughs> it was two weeks after we moved into our new building here, which right. doubled the size of our previous building. 
So we just finished an expensive build out with our brand new twice as big building. And in the same month we launched a heating and air conditioning company and bought vehicles and right. hired a gentleman to run that. And, um, two weeks later, the entire world shut down. Right. And, uh, no one knew what was going to happen. We thought, we thought we were doomed, but, um, heating and air conditioning, um, is something that is an awesome sidecar for a chimney and fireplace company. We're a venting company primarily, right? right I mean, right. these fireplaces are really just a, an appliance that needs venting. Chimneys are nothing more than a vent, right? Every house we're in, we're looking at everything that's using the chimney to vent. And every single house we're in has a boiler or a furnace or a hot water tank that's also using chimneys. So we're in that space looking at all of those heating appliances every single day. Right. We're venting them properly. We're fixing the issues that are, you know, wrong with those chimneys and those vents. So we're halfway in that business, you know, Already. In, a lot, in a lot of cases anyway. So we're like, well, we were getting out of gutter cleaning. We had done that for a long time, and that's a terrifying piece of business to be in. <laughs> right. um, it's, it was also tough to do gutter cleaning in the busiest season in the fall. So we're like, well, what's a no-brainer, counter-cyclicals, complimentary service. And we're like, well, obviously heating and air conditioning is one of those. But um, we, we made the decision probably the year prior and went out and you know researched it and found um, a good gentleman to run it for us and so happened to run right up into COVID. But um, I wish we would have started it 10 years ago because it's awesome because we have the best customers and we – we cross promote that we're we're in houses all the time right it's super convenient for customers to take care of both of those i just got a minute um so we've got the chimney service that obviously this is a great time of year for people to contact you to get uh that cleaned and checked and inspected to make sure that it's working properly obviously doing fall cleaning checks on furnaces uh you mentioned to me you're now uh getting into boilers as well so and you're you're also putting in these mini split systems uh, that I talk about a lot, which I love. Um, uh, you've got this full service capacity for people when it comes to you know comfort inside their home. You're kind of the you're 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 creating comfort for people. Um, how do they get a hold of you to schedule any one of these services? Easiest way is to just go to our website. You can do that on your phone right now. Just go to lindeman.com. Click on the schedule now. You can schedule a time and a day for a technician to come out. Um, alternatively, you can always call us at 847-918-7994. If you mention WGN, you get those services half off Wow! through the week. So um, chimney cleaning is normally $400, or I'm sorry, $299, $300. We're offering that for WGN listeners for $149. Well, I would have started with the $400 and said $149. That sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can speak from personal experience. I've had, I've had your technicians work on chimneys for me. I've had your technicians work on furnaces and boilers for me, and they are really good people. They do a really nice job. And I can vouch for the quality of the service, and I appreciate that personally that you've offered to me. And I know that if you contact Lindemann, you'll get that same kind of service. Yeah, we, we truly have the best customers in the world. Thank you, Michael, for having us here. We really do appreciate it, and uh, good luck. Thanks, Lou. Thanks, Lindsay. 
You're listening to Lou Manfredini, literally, from hammering drywall to hammering the guitar, from ripping wood to ripping cords, and from melting snow to melting face. Now back to your host, master of many trades, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back, 857-5574, Lou, 857-5574-568 is our phone number. My thank you to Michael Bodart for sitting in with me this morning. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Bob. Hey, Bob, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. How are you doing today on this rainy day? Uh, I'm dry. How about you? I'm dry also. <laughs> How can I help I, you? I wanted, I wanted to know if I could use a power washer to clean the si- siding, the vinyl siding on uh, my house. I mean, you can, you can. Uh, the The issue with it is if have you ever used a pressure washer before? Yes. Okay, so you just got to be careful. Because if you get too close, uh-huh. you'll damage that vinyl siding. So, I mean, okay. you know, it, it is, I was talking, you know, you can use that product like wet and forget and just spray that on with a hose and that will work. Oh. Um, and, you, and you just, there's no damage to it. Their extreme reach hose end, uh, you would put on the end of it, wet everything down first, uh, and then spray with the uh, wet and forget. And within a couple of weeks, it'll be completely clean. And, and how about on my driveway? Same. You can use it on any outdoor surface that's out there. Um, about the only thing you can't spread, you use it on is marble, but that's not necessarily true. Just like because a lot of people use it on headstones, which is some of those are marble, and it works really well. But um, uh, wet and forget is an awesome product, and it'll do all the work for you. No need for a pressure washer. You're tuned into Lou, answering your questions about your home. Every time I speak to neighbors or people about it, I always say, well, I got this because I talked to Lou Manfredini. All you have to do is pick up the phone. Somebody asked just this week about, what do I do about woodpeckers? And I said, well, I'm here to do this on my house because Lou Manfredini and WGN Radio. Here he is now, Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Josie's on a vacation far away. Welcome for that earworm now all day. I told you I saw a t-shirt with a guy. This is on the t-shirt. Josie's on a vacation far away. That's a great t-shirt. Welcome back. House Merch Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. 857-557-4-LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Um, we've just got about an hour left out here. We're at the uh, Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling uh, Fire Safety Show, sponsored by Arnold Electric Services, keeping homes safe since 2008. You can visit them at arnoldelectricchicago.com. Let's go back to the phone lines, 857 lou I believe we have uh, Marty, who is in Wheaton. Hey, Marty, good morning. You're on House Marts Radio. Morning, Lou. How may I help you, sir? I, uh, I have a question about roof maintenance. I've seen a contractor uh, around the neighborhood lately uh, doing what looks like power washing 
of asphalt roofs. And the truck says something like uh, patented five-step, you know, roof preservation, blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm wondering, asphalt roofs, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people do things to their shake cedar roofs, especially mm-hmm. those that are in the shade, uh, but asphalt, I, I, I just, I, I don't get it. What's, what, what's, the, what's your opinion? Yeah, I'm I, I'm not sold on it. You know, I've I've done too many roofs and seen, you know, the the thing is when a when a roof gets old, and it starts to dry out. You know, that's you know, it's it used to be back in the day. You know, it was impregnated with tar and felt and um, you know asphalt. It's not it, now. It's it's a very different material than it used to be. It gets very brittle. And so a lot of these companies are saying, oh, we can coat this and it will, th- th- their claim is that it will soften up the roof so that it levels out a little bit and then looks a lot nicer, um, you know, and, and, and helps to preserve it and prolong its life. I just don't, it's not for me. And I don't know that that is the best use of your money. And, um, you know, it's not an inexpensive proposition, right? It's it's sold by the square foot, and sure, it's cheaper than re-roofing uh, or you know putting on a new roof. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know when we're talking about our homes. The envelope is kind of the most important thing, right? Um, yeah. So, uh, and the roof certainly stands to be one of the most critical aspects of keeping your home dry. And so, the average life of a of a shingled roof in the United States is 13 years. Now that seems like a, a low number, but you know, the averages, you know, that goes into storm and hail damage too, you know, that happens within that average. Plenty of people with 20 year old roofs that are sound and look great. But um, I don't know that I, in my opinion, I don't think that it's worth the investment. Is there, is there anything that should be done or can be done to extend the life of a roof? Uh, you know, assuming there's been no no damage and you're you know you don't you don't have your life expectancy shortened by. I hail think the, I think like I that. think the biggest thing, and uh, the, you know, this is not a, a commercial for wet and forget, but what you know, a lot of discoloration that happens on a roof is because organic material that's in the air gets in there. And so the people that have moss or mildew, um, you know, on their roof, that can get underneath the, you know, the tar line that helps keep the shingles together. That can help to uh, change the composition of a roof a little bit. And so keeping it clean, it you know, has is the number one thing you can do. And so... You know, like this wet and forget product, you could spray on the roof to get rid of the organic material to leave the aggregate and everything exposed. Obviously, if there's a lot of tree cover, that can be problematic um, for a roof. So cutting that back to let the actual the sun uh, expose more of it and, and keep it clean will help quite a bit. So that's really about all you're going to do. And then in areas where you see curling and whatnot, if the rest of the roof is in decent shape... You can have a roofing contractor come out and replace a few of those shingles, you know, in those areas that will make a difference. And to me, that's probably a better use of your money than spraying on something that, again, my opinion, may or may not work. Does, does wet and forget require 
direct sunlight to work? No, it requires no sunlight. It it when okay. you spray it on because it's a bleach-free product, it immediately kills the organic material. And then when they talk about the wind and the rain, well, then once the organic material is dead, when it rains and then it gets windy, it blows it off because now it doesn't have the grip on whatever surface it's on, and that's what actually cleans it. It's not the sunlight at all. Okay. And if you have a roof in the shade with significant moss buildup or, you know, whatever that is up there, does that need to be removed at all first, or can you just wet and forget right over the top of a, a mossy buildup? I mean, you can, if it's a mossy buildup, you can spray it, and it will kill it. It might just take longer to clear it because of the thickness of it, right? So yeah. um, if it were me, if you've got a big mossy buildup, I would spray it with the wet and forget. Within a week, you'll see, the disc, you'll see that it's dead. And then if you give it a couple, three weeks, you may not see any of it go away, but then you could gently take like a rake or something if you can reach it because that big buildup will be hard for the rain and the wind to get rid of, but the wet and forget will definitely kill it. Okay. Thank you very much. You got it, buddy. Good talking with you. Appreciate your call. Nice talking to you as well. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Well, so this is something that I did that I never thought that I would do ever in my life. Your favorite fixer-upper guy. I colored my wife's hair. Your handyman hero. Our friend Megan, who has cut our hairs for like 30 plus years, and she had dropped off the bottles, and there I am shaking the bottle, and I had the gloves. Your Mr. Fix-It. Part of it is, I think I could be really good at this because I have big hands. And so when you're working someone's scalp, you really got to get in there with the color. He's here to help you with anything. And I must say that I did a really nice job. Clearly anything. What's really funny is I've never paid any attention to this now, and now when I'm watching TV or something like that, I'm like, their hair color's not that good. <laughs> now back to Lou. It's all about working it into the roots. On Hair Smart, How Smarts Radio. <laughs> that show's coming up later, Hair Smarts. Welcome back. Today's Fire Prevention Month show is live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, sponsored by First Alert. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust at firstalert.com. 857 857- Five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and see if we can talk with uh, who am I got here? Number line two, I think that's Craig in Flossmore. Hey, Craig, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Hey, uh, quick question for you. I have some steps made out of railroad ties that are in my backyard. They take you from a higher level to a lower level. Okay. Uh, last, last winter, I slipped on those and broke an ankle, and I am trying to figure out, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to improve the traction on those uh, looking ahead to this coming winter. Any ideas? Oh, yeah, I got a great idea, and this is the perfect application for you. So there is um, a company called Handy Ramp. H-A-N-D-I-R-A-M-P.com. Am I right about that? Look at me with the dash. I mean, I cannot remember to bring the laundry up, right? Actually, you don't need the dash. I don't need the dash? No. Okay. H-A-N-D-I. <laughs> but isn't it on their website? Uh, yes. It yeah, is? There is a dash, but not in the website. So. Got it. Okay. So they make these aluminum, extruded aluminum, um, treads 
They come in different colors. They even come in black, right, to, to okay. kind of hide in your railroad tie. And what I would do is buy, what, what kind of shape is the, are the ties in? Are they old or in pretty good shape? Um, they're probably about 20 years old, but they're, they're pretty good. They're All pretty right. decent shape. So buy some stainless steel screws in the approach this so the, the, the this tread has like it has a grip on it right and they come in different lengths and um there'll be holes there to put the stainless steel screws they don't come with any screws but get the appropriate screws maybe you know two inch screw place the treads where okay. you need them screw them into the railroad ties you're done they're awesome Got and it. they're they're um th they'll ship them to you and uh, they do a really, they'll do a really nice job. That's perfect. Oh, breaking an ankle is the worst. Yes, yes. I hope to avoid that this winter. All right, handyramp.com. I'll give it a try. Thank you. You, you got it. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857 They make a, a bunch of products that uh, you can, you know, I know that the folks from Access are going to be on a little bit later on, and they're, they're going to help you as contractors. Handy Ramp's more of a supplier, although I think they do ramps like Access does as well. But they sell a bunch of products, too. And uh, one of them that I really like is this opaque stair tread cover that you can put on your, like, if you have wood stairs in your home, it's this grippy, they sell them in, in uh, like, a pack of 15 different depths and widths that you can put right over your hardwood uh, steps, and it blends in. I mean, you can see that it's a grippy thing, but it's really good for you coming up and down the stairs, and, you know, wood stairs can be a little slippery, interior wood stairs. And I've noticed that uh, we're watching our son Quinn's dog, Luna, who's a lovely dog, but she won't go up and down the wood stairs because she's worried about slipping. So here I am watching the stupid dog, and I have to lift the dog up to go over the stairs. Now, this dog has the ability to jump over the couch, but she won't go up the stairs. But if I had the little grippy thing in there, she would do it. So if you have a crazy dog like my son and is my daughter-in-law, this is the thing for you, handyramp.com. You're listening to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Today's Fire Prevention Month show live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling is sponsored by First Alert. Protect your whole home with safety you can trust at firstalert.com. Now back to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back to House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini. Now we're talking uh, this weekend really all about uh, safety and fire safety and and uh, just, you know, there, there's such, there are little things that you can do that make a huge difference on the overall safety for you and your family. I mean, in general, in life, no, no matter what it is, but when it comes to fire safety, carbon monoxide safety, having the right sensors and detectors is the single best investment you'll ever make. And it is such a small amount of money that really there's no excuse for you not to do it. But there's some things you need to know about where they go, what they can do, how to use them, and 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 how to maintain them. Joining me on the phone line 
is Ashley Gokin, who is with First Alert. Ashley, so nice to speak with you again. Hi, Lou. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. You uh, and I have, have had the the chance to talk over the years. Uh, I mean, you, you, you must be one of the longest tenured uh, employees over there, First Alert. I mean, good for you. And they got a good thing with you going. So whatever, whoever your bosses are, she's doing a great job and keep up the good work. Um, but uh, I want to I talk a little bit about uh, First Alert and maybe get, get, give me a snapshot uh, for those listening. I think we all kind of know First Alert, but but who is First Alert and what's their mission? Yes. So First Alert, we're actually celebrating our 65th anniversary this year. And we have been protecting homes and families since 1958. And we have smoke and carbon monoxide alarms and fire extinguishers um, to help protect your home and family. Now, am I right about this? 65 years ago, there was just some guy named Joe that he would go to your house and he would stay awake at night. And if there was a fire, he'd say, everybody get out. Right. That's how you guys started. No, just, uh, not quite, but no. since then we've made a we've made a lot of progress. We've seen a lot of um, different alarms come onto the market. We have a lot of different technology, um, and have just been really excited to um, be around for sixty five years yeah, and, and help protect homes. It's and amazing, and I mean, and really, you know, quite frankly, it, it first alert has become the name when it comes to this. Um, one of the biggest changes, right, in the um, in the marketplace now are these ten year batteries. I mean, we are. I, I, I don't want to tell people not to change the batteries in their smoke detectors because many people have those. But in a few short years, it's no longer going to be a thing because the technology's gotten so good. Yeah. So First Alert offers a variety of alarms to help meet your home and family's needs, but we do have convenient protection like 10-year sealed battery alarms. And these are great because they eliminate the need for battery replacements and those late night battery chirps that always yeah. seem to occur um, yeah. for an entire decade. And I mean, there's been a lot of legislation, right, within certain communities where they now have to be those 10-year batteries. Isn't that correct? Yes. Yeah, so for Illinois, um, there wasn't a, a, a law that passed that required 10-year sealed battery alarms um, at the end of 2022. Yeah, you just it just makes sense. Um, to talk a little bit, let's do, go a little nuts and bolts about the importance of, uh, you know, having the adequate amount of smoke detectors. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I got one, but that might not be enough. Yes. It's so important to have working smoke alarms in your home because, unfortunately, three out of five home fire deaths result in homes without working smoke alarms. Mm. So it's important to have the alarms to as they help provide early warning, and it's important to install these on every level and in every bedroom of your home. So that's an easy way to remember where to install them. Mm-hmm. And and what about, you know, you, you talked about the numbers of, 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 you know, the deaths because people don't have... Uh, working smoke detectors, but what about like common causes, I mean, of fires that occur in a home? Yes. So the number one cause of fires is unattended cooking. So it's so important to also have fire extinguishers within reach and know how to use them. Mm. Fire extinguishers should be placed on every level and in common spaces like the kitchen, of course, and then also the garage. Now, the silent killer uh, that we talk about is carbon monoxide and, um, you know, while there there tends to be this movement of like, you know, stop using gas stoves and whatever. I mean, anything that combusts, anything, any flame creates carbon monoxide. And, and First Alert does offer 
a wide range of, of different uh, detectors when it comes to that, right? Yes. So carbon monoxide, it's invisible, it's odorless, it's tasteless, and it can only be detected with a carbon monoxide alarm. It also does come, any, come from any fuel burning device, like you mentioned. And so it's important to make sure you have carbon monoxide alarms, especially as the temperatures begin to drop. Mm, yeah, that's really good advice. And I mean, I know that um, while you First Alert does make smoke detectors and then they make carbon monoxide detectors, but you also make a, a combo unit. I, the reason I know that is I just purchased a brand new one. Um, that, uh, you know, it was an older unit, because um, there is a life cycle, right, to, to these detectors. And, and to me, if you're going to invest, this is just my opinion, the combination ones make the most sense. Yes, combination alarms, they provide two-in-one protection against both smoke and carbon monoxide. So it's one unit, um, simply install it on your home, every level, every bedroom. So it's very convenient. And then like you said, alarms, they have, they have a, a lifespan, so they don't last forever. They're on duty 24-7, and they need to be replaced at least every 10 years. Yeah. If you can't remember the last time you replaced your alarm, it's just best to replace the unit completely. You mentioned uh, at the top that you're celebrating your 65th anniversary. Um, are, are there things that you're doing uh, to kind of celebrate that and, and kind of stay with the mission of what you folks do at First Alert? Yes, so actually um, on October 14th, we are celebrating our 65th year anniversary um, with Lowe's in the fire safety industry. And so we're having events all across um, the nation today at Lowe's stores that teach people about fire safety and the importance of having the proper protection in their home. That's great. And, and I know that uh, if they go to uh, one of those stores, uh, guests can actually participate in and demonstrations and stuff and learn more. I mean, it's such an important thing, especially for young families and kids to see. Yes, exactly. There, there will be uh, fire safety materials there and activities as well as the fire department. Oh, that's great. Um, all right. Um, all really, really good information. Well, one other thing, um, even with these, um, these newer 10-year battery units that are out, you know, the, I know that the technology is getting, um, you know, better and better, but Still important to test the alarms, right? Yes. No matter what type of alarm you have, it's so important to test the alarm regularly. And do you, uh, at First Alert, have recommendations on like how often that should be done? Yes, you should test them regularly. A nice reminder is during daylight saving time to check your alarm, change the batteries, and test them. Yeah, that's awesome. Ashley Gokin, who is with First Alert, and uh, always nice to talk to you, always really good information, and it is just affordable protection for you and your family. And if you're not, you know, my advice is if you don't know how old your detectors are, then just go buy new ones and replace them and uh, have the peace of mind to know that you have, uh, you know, a fresh detector. And what I do, I mean, personally, when I, uh, now with the 10-year ones, I bought one a few years ago, I put it on and I wrote the date 10 years from now when I need to replace it with a magic marker you know, a, a Sharpie right on the side so I can see the date. And if I look up at it, I can see, I'm like, oh, look, you know, whatever. Now it's 2033 that I have to replace it. You know, hopefully it never has to work. You know, that it's just that I can replace it. Where do people yes. go? Where do people go to, to learn more about all the different products and information that you folks have? Yeah, so First Alert products can be found at home improvement stores nationwide, like Lowe's and Ace Hardware. And then you can also visit firstalert.com for more information. 
Ashley, always nice to speak with you. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning. I, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Stay with me, everybody. I was a very young married man at the time when I threw out the fine. Yeah, you look fine. You are listening to Lou Manfredini. And it was like in passing. Like it was, we were going somewhere, like out to dinner. How do I look? Oh, you look fine. Like, let's go. And House Smarts Radio. I can remember. As I turned, it was like I hit a force field. It was like, and it like pulled me back. Lou's taking your calls. And I saw the look on her face. And it took me a second to realize, well, what, 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 what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> and offering possibly life-saving advice on more than just home improvement. Like the only time you use fine is like, what kind of sandpaper should I use? Fine. <laughs> That's the only time I should use that word. <laughs> now back to Lou Manfredini, <laughs> doing just fine, right here on House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. 857-557-4LU-857-557-4568 is our phone number. Today's uh, fire safety show is live from Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling, sponsored by Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling. Schedule your fireplace and furnace cleanings now at lindemann.com. 857-557-4LU-857-557-4568. Let's go back to the phone lines now. And talk with Sue in St. Charles. Hey, Sue, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Um, we have a wood-burning fireplace that we used to use a lot, but over the last few years, we really don't. Maybe once, maybe twice a winter. My question is, how often do we need to get that chimney cleaned? Well, I mean, if you used to use it a lot... And then it's tailed off. It's probably a good... Have you had it clean since this conversation? You know, like, when's the last time you had it done? Yesterday. (laughs) No, no, no. When's the last time you had it cleaned? Yesterday. Oh, fine. Okay. If you're only doing... No, but I'm... Going forward, I mean, my, my husband tends to think... We still need to have it cleaned every year, even though we may not even use it. And if for it's, fear that there's a crater in there. Well, I mean, well, that. Do you have a chimney cap on this chimney? We do. Okay. If you're only doing <laughs> two to five fires a year, okay? Yeah. I, I don't know that it's an annual cleaning that you need. Um, I think that 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 kind of volume is pretty low. It's probably something to do every three years or so. And you know, okay. if 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 you've had it cleaned yesterday, and they said, you know, they they said to you, "Hey Sue, your chimney looks good. It's all nice and clean. You're ready to go. There's no cracks or anything like that." Then I don't I don't see the need for you to have to, you know, spend that money on. Um, on an annual, because you're just not using it enough. Okay, good to know. And if I may ask you another question about getting some stains out of my stainless steel sink. They've just kind of gradually shown up. It's like a white, smudgy thing. And I've tried every product I can think of, and I can't get them out. Have you tried Barkeeper's Friend? No, I tried Wyman's. Silver no. polish. <laughs> so there's there's a powder. It's a shake that you're going to buy at the hardware store called Barkeeper's Friend. It's kind of like okay, a, it's familiar. like it's like an Ajax or a a Comet. Remember those products? Right. But this is yep. 
this has a really nice, it does such a nice job on stainless steel. So what I would do is get the sink wet, you know, not just, uh-huh. you know, get it, turn yeah. the faucet on, then sprinkle this onto the sink. And then with, um, with a Scotch-Brite pad, with the grain, a little elbow grease back and forth. And don't just concentrate okay. on the stain. Do the entire base, um, the entire base of the sink, so that you blend it all in. Because if you just concentrate on that one spot, you'll get a little burnishing, which won't look great. You know what I mean? So you wanna ah, you yeah. wanna make sure that you blend it all in together, and uh, it'll look fabulous. Like you'll be amazed at how how well it looks. It's a it's a secret that I okay. actually used when I was a bartender called Barkeeper's Friend. It works really well. And there's only one kind of Barkeeper's Friend, right? There's not like one for silver, one for copper. And there's only one kind. It comes in kind of a silvery gold bottle. But it's not a bottle. It looks, like, it looks like Comet. What would you call that? Container. Yeah. Uh, yep. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks so much, Lou, for the help. Appreciate it. Stay dry. Thanks, Sue. You too. Yeah, stay dry for sure. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. By the way, that was our last call, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. When heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. Uh, big uh, one more time. Happy birthday to my father-in-law is going to be ninety-one. My uh, my nephew Eli is twenty-one. Think about that for age. And uh, you and David, uh, happy anniversary, 13 years. That's pretty good. Uh, congratulations. And I'm heading to a wedding today, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'm excited for the happy couple, Jackie and Matt. Congratulations to you. I want to say a big thank you uh, to our friends here at Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling for hosting us today. We had a lot of fun, really nice people here. Uh, our friends over at First Alert, Arnold Electric, Bob Ferguson, our engineer extraordinaire back at the studio. Patrick Hennessy, who's also helping out produce at that end. Marlene Wells, Adam Phillips, who came out this morning and set us up this morning. Kevin McDonough, Jeannie McGrory, and Lindsay Smithwick as well. Don and Andy, we like them too. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay dry. More House Smarts Radio coming back next week. Stay tuned for Sweet Home Chicago coming up after this report of WGN Radio News.